0: What is up everybody? Welcome to episode number 36 of Chair Shots to the Cranium. I am your host, Stephen Goforth. As always, I appreciate you tuning in to the show. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter, Chair the number two cranium, chair two cranium on Instagram and on Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on all the major platforms. That's YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, SoundCloud. So many, many platforms to check out Chair Shots to the Cranium. So please go subscribe, give us a good rating. We really appreciate it. Tell your friends, tell your family about us, help us to grow this thing so we can continue to entertain you as much as we love to do it. Also, make sure you check out our website at cheershotstothecranium.com. On there, there's a link that you can go to prowrestlingtees.com and get your very own Cheers Shots to the Cranium merch. You can also see various other tidbits and great links on there on the website. So go check that out. And also, make sure you go check out old episodes of Chair Shots to the Cranium and all the great interviews I've done with some fantastic professional wrestling talent that is out there in the world today. So go check those interviews out. I know you'll like them. As always, I really appreciate your support. Let's head right into the Cranium Correspondence section of the show. All right, the big news recently, as of actually today, me uh, recording this, AEW's TV deal came out. Of course, it's been rumored for a while now that they're in uh, negotiations with Turner Broadcasting, and it, it, was, it was made official today. TNT will be carrying the episodes for AEW starting in the fall rumor is and uh it should be on tuesday night tuesday night dynamite so i'm really really excited about this i think it's going to be a terrific partnership tnt turner broadcasting is back in the pro wrestling game and let's see if they can make this one work i would love to see them be extremely successful i think their success is going to be good for everybody professional wrestling as a whole wwe all the independents everybody involved in professional wrestling this is going to be a great deal for everyone if they are successful. So, congratulations to AEW for landing such a gigantic TV deal with TNT. Cannot wait to start seeing those episodes this fall. How about the Kabuki Warriors? The Kabuki Warriors. I am loving this name that Paige came up with the tag team for the tag team of Asuka and Kyrie Sane. So, you know, I remember as a kid, I don't know if some of you listening remember, the great Kabuki used to scare the absolute crap out of me when I saw him. Uh, and I think of that when I hear their name Kabuki. So I got to thinking about it. It's like, what is a Kabuki? What is the definition of Kabuki? All right, so I'm going to read this. I looked it up. Let me pull it up here on my phone here. All right, so what does... What is the definition of kabuki? All right, so I'm bringing that up right now. All right, so kabuki, it's a noun, is a form of traditional Japanese drama with highly stylized song, mime, and dance now performed only by male actors using exaggerated gestures and body movements to express emotions and including historical plays, domestic dramas, and dance Pieces, so obviously you got to get rid of the performed only by male actors because we have two tremendous females carrying on the Kabuki name, and you know they're, they're kind of doing a little bit of a song as they come out to the ring. They're kind of doing a little bit of a dance in the ring with their opponents, um, and of course they do express a lot of emotion and uh, drama. So I think that's a pretty good name for this for this tag team, the Kabuki Warriors. Uh, I cannot wait to see more of them. And I've said this before, I'll say it again, it never gets old. The the insane elbow off the top rope is outstanding. I love it. So I cannot wait for this tag team to get their shot at the tag team titles and take them. I don't know if they're going to be going against the Iconics. You know, they had that uh, match on SmackDown and the Iconics were at ringside. So I don't know if that's going to happen at Money in the Bank or not. If it does, great. If not, I can't wait to see it. And they deserve to have tag team titles around their way. So the Kabuki Warriors, watch out for them. Brock Lesnar officially retired from MMA. I think it was a good move. I think that Brock. Um, I hope that Brock will focus more of his time on professional wrestling and WWE, and uh, just you know, not have to worry about him leaving and going to MMA. So I think it's a good choice. Uh, as myself, like myself, Brock's not getting any younger and, uh, maybe it's just time for him to hang that up and move forward towards the entertainment aspect or chill out on these, uh, on his farm or, or where he lives, his combine, so to speak, uh, where he has total privacy, whatever floats his boat. Um, congratulations to Brock Lesnar for that retirement. I'm, I'm saying congratulations because he's, he's accomplished a lot and I think he deserves that retirement. And uh, he had tremendous success in MMA, UFC. And uh, so let's see what happens with him going forward in the WWE. If you have not seen Dark Side of the Ring that can be uh, watched on Viceland, you need to check it out. I'm serious when I say this. I have been so entertained by the stories that are on there. They're roughly about 45 minutes in length. Uh, so far out there, you have uh, a documentary of, the, of the, uh, the show about Bruiser Brody's murder, Randy Savage and Elizabeth's story, uh, the Montreal Screwjob, screw and the Von Ericks. I have not watched the one about the Von Erichs yet, but I've watched Bruiser Brody, watched the Montreal Screwjob, and watched Randy Savage and Elizabeth. Man, I was entertained. Loved it. And I cannot wait for them to come out with more episodes. To watch this, what you can do, go to Viceland.com, and when you go and click on the show to watch, I think it's going to ask you to choose your local uh, TV subscriber. I'm AT and AT&T u so I just chose that. And then, boom, I was watching it. And I uh, watched it right on my, uh, on my smartphone. Go check it out. Again, Dark Side of the Ring. I think there's one out there also about the Fabulous Moolah. I have not checked that one out yet. i will probably be the next one that I watch. And I'm sure they're going to have more to come. You can't miss this. If you're a professional wrestling fan, and obviously you are, if you're listening to this, you are really going to like Dark Side of the Ring. Let's talk a little bit about Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan, of course, got into a little bit of trouble with some of the uh, comments he made on social media years ago. I think he's uh, come out and issued an apology, and rightfully so. He needed to do that. Um, But let's talk about how Lars Sullivan seems to be taking over Braun's spot as that maniac big guy. Now, it's been widely talked about how Braun, how the WWE has sort of ruined Braun's character. You know, he goes from one extreme to the other. Uh, I personally, I I think Braun, I have nothing personal against Braun and his character other than the way he talks. I wish he would change that. I'm tired of that scruffy talking like this. And you better watch out or I'm going to get uh, this. Is get away from that. Let's just talk normal, okay? You're big, you're bad, you're dominant. Uh, that alone is going to tell people you're going to kick their ass. You don't need to have that scruffy voice about you and it's always like this. So let's just change that up a little bit and let's see how that goes. But anyway, getting back to Lars Sullivan. I like Lars Sullivan. I think that he can be the guy, that, that savage dude, that guy that just gets in there and rips everybody's limbs off. Well, can't wait to see him and Braun go at it in the ring. I think that'll be a great match. But I just hope they don't mess up Lars Sullivan like they've messed up Braun. And Some of you may hear this and say, What are you talking about? Braun's character, nothing wrong with it. And that's fine. We can agree to disagree on that. But um, I just hope they take Lars Sullivan to a good place with his character and let him fully develop into... This monster, big guy, maniac dude, the freak, like they like to call him, and, uh, and see if they can be consistent with that. That's all I want to see is just consistency. So, best of luck to Laura Sullivan. The John Moxley character, um, I really like the video that he put out. Of course, we're talking about Dean Ambrose, uh, converting back to his uh, name of John Moxley. The video they put out, some people were like, you know, this is straight up WWE produced. No doubt about it, WWE has produced this video of him. He's not going anywhere. He's coming back to WWE as simply John Moxley. I don't think so. I think that he's definitely gone from WWE, and but where's he going to go? Is he going Impact Wrestling? Is he going AEW? Everybody would love to see him go to AEW, including this guy right here. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna go. I think I don't know. I don't know where he's gonna go. It could go to Japan, for all we know. But uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how this develops out and how he continues to entertain us with this new John Moxley character. But really, really enjoyed the video because you know, obviously it was uh, a little bit of reference to WWE how he broke out of the jail. He broke out of the jail that he felt like he was in in WWE and uh, climbed the barbed wire fence, got out, and now he's a free man to do what he wants to do and do it the way he wants to do it, which is really important. So watch out WWE, or uh, watch out wrestling world, I should say. John Moxley is on the loose. Leo Rush. What the heck is going on with Leo Rush? Uh, you know, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine on that one. Apparently he's getting into some... Uh, into some heat backstage with some guys. Uh, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of details about that. It's, it's clearly out there on the internet. You can Google it. Uh, but I, it's unfortunate. I like Leo Rush a lot. I thought he was a great uh, team with Bobby Lashley and being his mouthpiece. And every time they came out, I was very much entertained whenever he would speak in the uh, four um Bobby Lashley. I hate that those two are not together anymore. So we'll see what happens with Leo Rush. Hopefully he can get his act together and uh, make amends with the people that he has uh, ticked off backstage and can continue forward entertaining us because he's very good at it. So we'll see what should hap- what shall happen rather, with Leo Rush in the near future. Chris Jericho announced that uh, he will be facing Okada. For the IWGP Heavyweight Title at uh, Dominion on June the 9th. So, what does this mean? Does this mean that we're going to see a little cross branding with uh, New Japan Wrestling and AEW? Are they going to partner with one another and exchange talent, uh, kind of like that uh, the way that New Japan Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, has done with Ring of Honor? just found it very interesting that uh, they made it extremely public. And um, when we know Jericho is firmly signed with AEW, so it's, in, in my opinion, very exciting. I hope that there is a uh, cross-branding there. I hope they can feed off one another, strengthen one another. And I think it's going to be a fantastic match with uh, Jericho facing Okada. What happens if Jericho wins the IWGP heavyweight title? Does he bring that title with him to AEW? A lot of things that could happen here. I think that's extremely exciting, and uh, we, shall, we shall see what happens. Uh, I, I would love to see Jericho win that title and bring it over to AEW and really spice things up with that type of a storyline. However, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Okada retains that title on June the 9th, and then we see, uh, we see Jericho uh, on Tuesday Night Dynamite, like I mentioned earlier, on TNT with AEW. The XFL... Announced a TV deal, a blockbuster TV deal with the ABC family that consists, of course, of ABC, ESPN, Fox Sports, and FS1. So we're going to get to see XFL games on all four of those major sports platforms uh, when they debut next year. It's 2020. And, of course, they have announced all those teams. I encourage you to go to their website, uh, check that out, see how you can become an XFL fan. I believe they're also going to have fantasy football with XFL. I'm a fantasy football guy. I love it. And so I'm really excited about that. And I'm just glad that they were able to get this big TV deal uh, with ABC. You know, who knows what's going to happen with XFL. I think everybody would love to see them thrive and everybody would love to see them as a great alternative to the NFL. We know that did not work the first time around years ago. Hopefully it will work this time. I don't know how much time, Uh, Vince McMahon is willing to invest in in XFL is that going to be detrimental to WWE is he going to take a step back from WWE to focus a lot of this time on the XFL if you've been seeing uh, the the stories on the internet a lot of people are questioning whether or not Vince McMahon should even uh, have a big role in WWE anymore is it time for him to step aside I think that uh, it's time as much as I love Vince McMahon and how much I respect Vince McMahon for everything that he has done For professional wrestling. I think it's time to let Triple H. Let the family take the reins. And let's see what they can do. Triple H has clearly proven himself. With how well he has done. With NXT. And I think if we just give him. That creative ability. That creative control. With the WWE product. It's going to be fantastic. Especially considering. How AEW. Is going to be coming on hot In the fall. So time will tell. So, and again, go back. XFL TV deal. I got off track there for a second. XFL, tremendous TV deal coming up on ABC, ESPN, Fox Sports, and FS1. All right. Rumors that Fox and USA are putting a little bit of pressure on WWE to end the brand split due to poor ratings. So, of course, Vince McMahon mentioned that. Hey, we're going to have the three superstars coming over to Raw uh, each week or to SmackDown and having that crossover. And, you know, I I think that's part of the reason why they're doing this. Uh, You know, it's also been rumored that Fox wants WWE to be a little edgier to uh, boost those ratings. So. I don't know how I feel about this crossover thing. I, I, I've i been a big fan of brand split, and you split them up, and let's keep them separate. NXT is a separate brand. SmackDown is a separate brand. Raw is a separate brand. 205 Live is a separate brand. Keep these things separated, in my opinion. Yeah, I get it. I get that having, uh, who's going to show up on Raw tonight from SmackDown? Hey, who's going to show up on SmackDown tonight from Raw? I can't wait to see. Yeah, that's a little entertaining. Um, I think it's going to get old after a while. I don't, I don't, I don't, I would much rather see them split off completely separate, build the brand, build the characters more than anything else. That's why you have a brand split because you're saturated with tremendous talent on both shows, and splitting them up like that really helps enhance the talent. That's why I was a huge fan of keeping the uh, split pay per views, not blending them together because I felt like it was less time for some of this tremendous talent to get on television or get on a pay-per-view when you're blending the two brands together for a pay-per-view. So we'll see how uh, SmackDown continues to move forward, how Raw continues to move forward with the type of content that they're doing right now. Will they get edgier as we get closer to the fall? We shall see. Sheamus. Sheamus may be out for good. Uh, due to a concussion and also some neck issues that he has, I like Sheamus a lot. I really enjoy them or him rather with the tag team of, of uh, Cesaro. And uh, if this is true, if Sheamus has to end his career, it is extremely unfortunate. He is a uh, wonderful professional wrestler and had uh, outstanding success as a professional wrestler, as you know. And I. I hate to see anybody's career get cut short like this, especially somebody on the caliber of Sheamus, who has been um, a tremendous um, talent and huge entertainer for all of us. So best of luck to Sheamus, and I hope things make a turn for the best for him. So that leaves Cesaro on Raw. So what will they do with Cesaro? Are they going to do anything with him? Before they teamed up him and Sheamus as the bar... A lot of people were saying, look, Cesaro is the real deal. He is legit, and he deserves to be uh, one of the top guys and uh, and possibly a WWE champion one day. I hope that happens for Cesaro's sake. I think he is uh, everything he is hyped up to be, and he deserves his time in the spotlight as a singles competitor and one of the top guys in the business. He can perform like no other. The guy is amazingly strong and uh, I think he's really come a long way with uh, how he entertains us with his, with his character during that time that he was paired with, with Seamus. So I cannot wait to see what happens with Cesaro. I hope they uh, strap that rocket to him and send him to the moon, because he deserves it. The death of Silver King. Uh, it's unfortunate to report this, and died in a very tragic way in the ring. Um, he collapsed what appears to be a heart attack, and uh, they had to do. They performed CPR on him in the ring. I think they cleared the arena out when they realized what was going on. And uh, it's a tragic, tragic thing. Uh, the Silver King was taken from us at such a young age of 51. Uh, many of you may not know this. Some of you may already know that he was in Nacho Libre as um, Ramses and. I thought did a great job in that movie, and uh, as Jack Bal- Jack Black, excuse me, Jack Black's opponent in that movie. So Silver King taken from us way too early at the young age of fifty one. Let's talk about the Undertaker in Goldberg announced for the Saudi Arabia show. How many people thought that you would see this? Goldberg versus the undertaker uh, never in a million years this one caught me by surprise in a good way uh, I think it's going to be great I can't wait to see this guy these guys getting a match together uh, will it be a long match I doubt it it may be they may surprise us they may go in there and go about 15 20 minutes or it may be uh, you know 10 minutes or less uh, hard to say who's going to win this one. if I had to take a, make a prediction right now I'd say the undertaker uh, I, I believe we're starting to, it, it's going to be a I think, a very nostalgic and very um, historic match because it may be the last time we ever see these two guys certainly against each other in the ring and maybe the last match we ever see with both these guys. Who knows? Especially Goldberg. Maybe not so much The Undertaker. I think he's got another match in him with, with someone. Who knows who? But, um, and when his last match will, will happen... But Undertaker versus Goldberg, I can't wait to see this. I think it's going to be great. It's going to make me want to tune in to the the event, and I want to tune in anyway, don't get me wrong, but even more so now that this match was announced. Sami Zayn replaced Braun Strowman in Money in the Bank. And uh, rumor has it that it could be uh, due to the fact that uh, Braun Strowman is suffering from an injury, and they had to remove him from the match. And who better to put in his place than uh, good old Sami, So Sami Zayn gets in the match at Money in the Bank. I like Sami Zayn a lot. If you listen to past episodes, uh, I'm a big fan of Sami Zayn. And he very much entertains me. And I think he could be a a dark horse to go in there at Money in the Bank and take that uh, briefcase. How funny would that be? How entertaining would that be from week to week, knowing he's got that briefcase and teasing the opportunity to cash it in? How about this one? Think about this for a second. What if... Kevin Owens beats Kofi Kingston, becomes the new WWE champion. Sami Zayn wins Money in the Bank. He cashes it in on his pal Kevin Owens. How about that one? That would be interesting. We shall see what happens. Sami Zayn taking the place of Braun Strowman. And I, and I like it also because I, didn't, I wasn't a fan of Braun Strowman being in the match. And I didn't like the fact that he won it last year. He didn't need to win it. He didn't need Money in the Bank. The guy can go in and take a title whenever he wants it. Gotta need it, Sami Zayn. I hope you. I hope you do well at Money in the Bank. Double or nothing. As a reminder, coming up on May the 25th, just around the corner, and uh, they've got a fantastic card on this pay-per-view. Hangman Page against Pac. Young Bucks against the Lucha Brothers. They're going to be defending that AAA Tag Team Championship. Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. Cannot wait to see that match. Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes, like I talked about in my last episode. Uh, And so many other great matches. They're going to have a Casino Battle Royal in the pre-show with a lot of good names in there. Uh, Can't wait to see who wins that one. And I think that's going to have uh, implications on it is that, hey, whoever wins will get a future shot at the AEW World Champion. Can't wait for this show, man. We've been talking about it for a while, and uh, it's going to kind of preface the uh, AEW show coming in on in the fall and building it up, and uh, it's going to be fantastic. So don't miss that show. It is going to be a good one. Finally, also on May the 25th, you've got UCW Memorial Mayhem, as you know, Uh, Work closely with UCW, Universal Championship Wrestling. They have a show coming up in Greenville, South Carolina, May 25th, called Memorial Mayhem. Go to their website at ucwtv.com and purchase your tickets and also learn more about this fantastic event. It's going to be taped for Fight TV. If you've not seen Universal Championship Wrestling, go to Fight TV and check out some of their shows. You will not be disappointed. And uh, I think Memorial Mayhem is going to be yet another great show. Big names such as John Morrison, Johnny Impact, Johnny Mundo. He is going to be on the show headlining Memorial Mayhem. So again, go check them out at ucwtv.com. And also follow them on social media, ucwtv on Instagram and on Twitter. And then go like their Facebook page. It's really important that you do that because by doing so, you'll get to see a lot of the promos that the wrestlers are putting out there, building you up to the show, helping you to invest in their character, invest in those storylines that are so important for these shows, and they all do a phenomenal job when they film these promos and these vignettes to entertain all of us. So Go check those out on their social media page, ucwtv.com. All right, and that concludes the Cranium Correspondence. Now it is time for Money in the Bank predictions as I bring in my co-host, Addison. All right, it's prediction time, Money in the Bank. Cannot believe Money in the Bank is upon us, one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year. Joining me is my co-host, Addison. What's going on, Addison? Nothing much. I just finished
1: homework, and I think it was really,
0: really bad. Yeah, you just finished your homework. That's yeah. well, It's about gum time. How long did it take you to do it?
1: I don't know. I'm sorry. I had to take my time. Yes, you do.
0: Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Got to make sure it's correct. So, yeah. gotta get that math done. School year is almost over. Yeah. Hard to believe, right?
1: Yes. It went by so fast. It did. Year goes fast.
0: It goes by extremely fast. Extremely. Summer's gonna be here, uh, and then summer's gonna be gone. Next thing you know, it's gonna be like Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Christmas is here. Yeah,
1: it's gonna be going like the Christmas is gonna go by so fast. And then everything as everything's gone by so fast.
0: Well listen, if there's a lesson to learn from it, it's that you need to cherish and appreciate every moment, every day that you have because it does go by fast. It
1: does.
0: You ready to do some predictions? Yes. Money in the bank. Alright, before we do that, let's talk about the prediction record. So WrestleMania, you beat me again. Yep. Let's see. So, let's recap this just for a second. So, TLC, you beat me. Yes. Royal Rumble, we tied. Mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber, you beat me. Mm-hmm. Fastlane, I beat you. hmm WrestleMania, you beat me. Yes. So, overall record, 36 wins and 12 losses for Addison. Mm-hmm. Steven is 34 wins, 13 losses. So, you've got a two-win advantage over me at this point. So if you listen to the WrestleMania pay-per-view, Addison said, my reward is going to be that I want to get a pedicure? Was yes. that what it was? Pedicure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take it to the spa.
1: Yeah, this summer.
0: This summer. No, no, I can't no, do it no, this summer. Yeah. It's got to be at the end of the predictions. Yeah yeah, 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 So spa time for Addison if she wins. Let's see how we come out on this. You ready? Yes. All right, let's start with the, it should be in the pre-shows, what they're talking about. may not be, but the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. With the champions Daniel, Bryan, and Rowan versus the Usos. Who you got on this one?
1: I'm going to go with, um, this one's hard for me because I just haven't been watching it very much. So that's it's just been really hard for me to figure it out. But I think I'm going to go with um, Daniel, Bryan, and Rowan.
0: Okay, safe bet there. Safe bet if you haven't been watching a whole lot of it. That is definitely the safe route to go. I'm going to go with the same. I think that Daniel Bryan and Rowan are going to retain. Haven't seen the uh, environmentally—let fr- me say that one more time—environmentally friendly championships. Haven't seen that yet for the tag team titles. Thought they would have had that out by now. Maybe they will. Don't know.
1: They probably will reveal it pretty soon.
0: Hope so. I was kind of looking forward to that one. So I'm going to go with the same. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan and Rowan retaining the tag team championships against the Usos. All right. Alright, let's go into the cruiserweight championship match. The champion Tony Nice versus Divari. Who do you got on that one?
1: Oh goodness. Um now I don't watch so much of this one. I don't watch much of it. I don't like I just don't watch cruiserweight stuff. So I think I'm gonna go with Tony. Nese.
0: Tony Nese. Okay. So, you know, you predicted Tony Nese to win the championship yeah, at WrestleMania, and he did. And he did. Yeah. You got me on that one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Tony Nese as well. Okay. I don't think it's time for him to rel- relinquish that title he's just really, yet. Not, yeah,
1: he hasn't had for
0: that long. All right. So Tony Nese retaining the championship. Yes. The United States championship match, the champion Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. You know, we got a squash match at WrestleMania. In fact, this match ended up being kind of important to our predictions because. Where we were in that pay-per-view, if Rey Mysterio would have beaten Samoa Joe, you would have just automatically locked up the pay-per-view victory. Yeah, I
1: would have won. You would have
0: won. Like, there's no way I could have beat you if he would have won that match. Right. But, of course, it did not happen. Samoa Joe just come in there and just throttled Rey Mysterio. And well, you were not very happy about it.
1: Like, I don't even know how long that... That had to be, like, a record.
0: It was a pretty short match. So... Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, I've been going back and forth on this. I feel like Rey Mysterio needs a little bit of redemption from that WrestleMania loss. He should win the title. But I'm going to stick with Samoa Joe retaining the championship here at Money in the Bank. Who do you think?
1: I agree with what you said, but it's just, I don't think it's going to happen. So I think I'm going to go with Samoa Joe too because it's just, there's no way.
0: All right, so we agree on everything so far. Yep. All right, so we got to differ here somewhere. All right, let's go to the steel cage match. Really excited about this one. The Miz versus Shane McMahon. Of course, at WrestleMania, they went all over MetLife Stadium wrestling each other. Yeah. This time, they're confined to a steel cage to get this thing worked out once and for all. So, I'm going to start out by saying I've been very entertained by this whole storyline. I've been very entertained by this feud. It's been a tremendous amount of buildup with this thing between the two guys becoming friends, becoming tag team partners, becoming tag team champions. Losing the tag team championship, and of course Shane turning on the Miz and uh, getting his father involved, the Miz's father involved, and then of course the WrestleMania match. So, uh, been a long story here, which you know we don't get a lot of that anymore. We don't get that long, drawn out storyline with a tremendous build up to it. So, again, I've been very pleased with this feud. It's been great as far as I'm concerned. My pick on this one: the Miz.
1: I am going to go with The Miz, too, because he, last night on SmackDown, you saw that Miz came in with the chair with the tag team match. And um, just Shane McMahon acted really, really scared, and he slid out of the ring and went back up the ramp because he did not want to get hit with that chair. Right. So I think The Miz is going to win.
0: Okay, so you think The Miz has uh, got the intimidation factor thing going on, uh, and that's going to play to his advantage here. Yes. Okay. All right, so, again, the Miz for both of us. Roman Reigns versus Elias. I'm going to let you go with this one first.
1: Okay, I'm going to choose Roman Reigns just because, like, I think that's the obvious choice.
0: Okay. All right, I'm going to go the opposite of you on this one. I'm going to go Elias. Really? I am. Oh I think this is that token win, that uh, that huge win that Elias needs to solidify himself in the WWE And I think that it's not going to come clean. I think he's going to get some assistance from either Shane McMahon or uh, possibly Bobby Lashley helping out because, of course, they've all been in cahoots with one another. So I'm going to say that Elias picks up the victory with some outside interference.
1: All right, let's go on to the next match, which is the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match, including Alexa Bliss, Naomi, Natalia, Dana Brooke, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella. I'm going to let you take this
0: one. You know, I've really thought about this one long and hard, and I think that every participant here is uh, very deserving of taking that briefcase and having that yeah. championship opportunity. Yeah. I've really struggled with this one. You know, they've had the matches leading up to this pay-per-view, showcasing all of this wonderful talent that we see here. Yeah. and That you read out there. Um. You know, I'm going to go... Mandy Rose really sticks out to me as being the winner here. I, I think that she has the ability to take this, but my heart is telling me Bailey. Really? I think Bailey... Because if you notice, leading up to this, we haven't seen a lot of Bailey in this. I,
1: I see where you're going with You know, with
0: so this. they've kind of... Flirted with other people winning this, but not so much Bailey. Yeah, Bailey is a crowd favorite. I think the place would come unglued if Bailey reaches up there and grabs that briefcase, and then she can tote that thing around. And you know, of course, she had a little story, a little right, match right. with the man. Right. Becky right. Lynch wasn't quite successful there. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah,
1: I, I know you're going with it.
0: So I'm going to say Bailey comes out the winner.
1: And I was thinking the exact same thing, but I think Natalia's going to win
0: natalia
1: natalia really they have done nothing with her they're just like put her in matches and she keeps losing so i think this is her time oh. and if it's not it's probably gonna be bailey because yeah. i see where you're going with that like she gets the briefcase she hangs on for it yeah. for a little while maybe yeah. two shows maybe mm-hmm. and she she turns it in i think she's yeah. gonna turn it in yeah with Becky Lynch, I think that's what's going to happen, so, or or Lacey Evans. You, okay, you never,
0: you never know. So yeah. you're thinking Natalia here.
1: Yeah.
0: You can go back on that pick if you want to. No, you're, I You're think... firm with Natalia. Yes. Okay, all right. Maybe, maybe you proved me wrong on this one. I don't know. Mm. That shocked me. That really shocked me. I didn't think you'd go that route. All right.
1: I thought you were going to go that route.
0: No, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of Natalia. Nothing personal in Natalia. If you happen to be listening to this, which I doubt you are, or any of your fans that are listening, I just I'm not a big fan of Natalya. Um, I can't really say why I don't really. It's just I don't know. It's like same thing with Randy Orton, right? I'm not a big fan <laughs> of Randy Orton. I just don't like Randy Orton. It just does nothing for me. So, speaking of Randy Orton, let's talk about the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. We have Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Finn Balor, Ali, Andrade, Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton. Of course, Sami Zayn was added to this match. If you listened to the Cranium Correspondence, you heard me talk about that a little bit. So this one here is another one that I've really struggled with. I mean, this is is a great lineup. Let me go back and and preface this whole Money in the Bank ladder match thing with what I said in my previous Cranium Correspondence, my last episode, episode 35. I'm really disappointed in the fact that we did not get the qualifying matches leading up to this. It was just like, boom, they told you who was going to be in the matches. I didn't like that. Next year, please bring back the qualifying matches. I think that was just a lot of build-up, and it gets you really excited, and you see that these guys truly earned their spot into that match. So, you know... I'm scared to death Baron Corbin's going to win this match. Yeah, I know. I don't want Baron Corbin no, to win this match. I, I have a bad Cause I feel feeling. Like, I feel
1: like if he wins it, he's going to turn it in on something so stupid and he's going to lose the match that he turns it in, into.
0: I'm just well, that I'm just worried the, the man's going to turn it in and win the championship. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm worried that. about this one. I don't think I have a feeling he's going to win. I was going to go with Ricochet, but then they had the whole thing on SmackDown and Ricochet coming in there, grabbing the briefcase, holding it above his head. It seemed very ceremonial, almost like they're not going to repeat that again at Money in the Bank. Yeah. So I think Ricochet's out, as much as I'd love to see that happen. Tim balor has got the Intercontinental Championship right now. For God's sakes, let's not see Randy Orton win it. Mm. I'm going to go Drew McIntyre.
1: Drew McIntyre.
0: Drew McIntyre is going to win Money in the Bank. Who do you think?
1: Oh, my. I literally have... I just don't know, because there's so many, like, this, is, this one's hard, too. I guess, I think, I think I'm going to go with, um, I'm just going to have to go with Baron Corbin. Just,
0: Baron Corbin.
1: It's just what you said, I feel no, like it's
0: going to happen. No, I agree. I mean, Like I said, I, mean, it could, I think it's good, it could go either way with uh, any of these guys, obviously, but Baron Corbin, I just got a bad feeling about it. You're going Baron Corbin. At least you have a reason to cheer if he wins. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, Baron Corbin. I got Drew McIntyre. Not
1: that I want the chair. Yeah,
0: I know. SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky Lynch, of course, the champion. Becky Two Belts against Charlotte Flair. I'll let you take this one first.
1: I, I think that Charlotte Flair has really shown herself a lot. And, t- like, she's come up with a lot of reasons why I think she's going to win this. Like, why she thinks she's going to win this match. And I feel like she is. This is her time. I think Becky's going to lose one of the belts, and then with the other match that we're about to get to, she's going to lose the belt. And I feel like she's just going to like lose everything.
0: I think she's going to lose both matches. I think she's going to lose both okay. matches. Like, All right. So Becky two belts would be Becky no belts exactly. after this is what yes. you're saying. Okay. Yes. I think or, Becky. Or,
1: as Lacey Evans calls her, Becky Black Eye.
0: Becky Black Eye. That's, that's exactly right. She did say yes. that, didn't she? Yes, she did. Great little play on words there. So, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, you're taking Charlotte Flair winning the SmackDown Women's Championship match. I'm going to go Becky Lynch retaining. Mm-hmm. All right. And you've already made your prediction for the Raw Women's Championship. Yes. You think Lacey Evans is the new champion. Yes. I'm saying Becky Lynch retains that one. I say that really? after money, yep. I say mm. after money in the ba- bank, Becky Lynch is still Becky two belts. Really? Yep. I don't think it's time for her to lose either one right now. We will see. I wouldn't mind seeing Lacey Evans win. I like Lacey Evans. She's a home state girl of South Carolina. I like Lacey. I think she's got a tremendous amount of potential. I love her character. Uh, She's fantastic in the ring. I would love to see Lacey Evans win that Raw championship. I think it's a little too early for it. Really? Yeah. Again, I could be wrong there. So, Becky Lynch, you're saying Becky, Becky is no more. Becky two belts is no more. It's Becky no belts. I'm saying Becky Two Belts is still intact after Money in the Bank. Okay. We're very in big time now, aren't we? Yeah. All right. All right. WWE Championship match. The champion Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. You know, I, I, this is another one. I really like the build-up to it. I love the fact we saw Kevin Owens part of New Day, the honorary member. He really built that up. He kind of fooled people. And then, boom, out of nowhere, flips on him. And as... is.
1: You said you didn't see that one. Going. I didn't see it
0: coming. Like I said in my last episode. I didn't see it coming, which I like that.
1: I don't know why you did not see that coming. I
0: know, I know. I just I got so caught up in the in the storyline. I got so caught up in the entertainment factor that they were presenting to me. With this honorary member, I just I got caught up in it. They hooked me.
1: I mean, you gotta be honest. He's an awful pancake thrower. Yeah,
0: he's a terrible pancake thrower. Yeah. And he's I mean, and, and he's, he's an
1: awful announcer too. He is. I don't know. I thought he did pretty good. I thought he no. thought he represented Biggie no, pretty he good had with that. No, you like five times. You got to yeah. do it once and nail it, and be, you're true. The greatest at everything. But very true. you're the goat. But no.
0: Yeah. Very true. Very true. All right. So this is another one I struggle with. All right. Um. You know, I, I feel like Kofi deserves to, to have that title. I think that Kofi, um, I don't think he's ready to to, to lay down and to uh, lose that thing just yet. Um, I would love to see Kevin Owens get a run at the WWE Championship. I like Kevin Owens. No. Uh, I, I don't know this time yet. I don't think that, that Kofi's, I think Kofi's still in his game. I'm going to go Kofi Kingston retaining.
1: I'm going to agree with you just because I feel like that the storyline of this is not over yet. I feel like there's gonna get there's gonna be another twist in there somehow. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's Sam gonna be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, like please, oh please, 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 like let me back in. I promise. I like, no, that's I think that's what I don't think it's done yet. So okay. I think it's Kofi.
0: So Kofi retains. Yes.
1: All right. The next match is the Universal Championship match with Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles.
0: Okay, who do you think?
1: Um uh, this one was hard for me. Really, really hard for me because I like I like them a lot, like both of them a yeah. lot. Yeah. So I never, I like I was like, okay, fine. I have to choose him. I just like I got this gut feeling and I was like, it has to be him. Okay. It has to be him, it has to. So I think I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, okay. Yes.
0: Um, two, two, two of my favorite wrestlers here. I enjoy both Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Respect them both tremendously. I don't think it's time for Seth Rollins to be dethroned as Universal Champion. He worked very hard to get there. Uh, being the Beast Slayer at WrestleMania and defeating Brock Lesnar, I also think... And then this is another one. I would love to see AJ Styles with that Universal Championship around his waist, and maybe we will see that at some point. I don't think it's right now. I think that Seth Rollins also retains the championship all right all right so that is it we're done with money in the bank predictions let's see how we come out i will be posting our uh, prediction results on our instagram page and on our twitter page again cheer the number two cranium cheer two cranium on instagram and on twitter so go follow us and see how we're coming out on our predictions i will post record at the end and a little bit as we go along but I'll definitely post a final prediction record at the end on both Instagram and on Twitter. All right. All right, as always, we greatly appreciate your time. Thank you for hitting that play button. Thank you for uh, listening to our predictions, and we look forward to entertaining you on our next episode. Thank you, as always. Remember, tell your friends, tell your family about Cheer Shots to the Cranium, and follow us on all of those platforms that I have mentioned earlier YouTube Spotify Apple Google SoundCloud so many places you can listen to chair shots to the cranium again thank you for your support thank you for taking another chair shot to the cranium
1: adios